1: Welcome to Christmas Eve, everybody. It is the <laughs> night before the Blue Jays' home opener. But there is actual real live baseball being played today and currently, something we didn't think we would get just four weeks ago. And with me to tee up the home opener tomorrow night, feel very honored to be leading off the kickoff show to the 2022 season, is the Normal Gang, Chris Key, Adam Corsair, and Craig Borden, along with Brendan Panikart. Gentlemen, how you doing? Game oh. on. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Here we are. You guys ready or what? Like, I, I don't, I don't sense enough excitement in the room right Biggio now. Biggio
2: season boys!
1: <laughs> There you go. I was wondering when that was going to come up. You just
3: woke <laughs> right, up. So, uh, the children and the neighbors' children. Your wife is going to be
1: pissed. So I think start a leak start right the, behind. <laughs> the official Biggio uh, season boys counter is at one for this episode. What is the over under at? I'm going to set it at three and a half.
2: Who's oh, taking boy. the
1: under? Who's taking
2: the, who's taking yelled yelled the, the under? <laughs>
4: under? Over or under on one, uh, one extra base hit or two
1: walks tomorrow? Yeah, which exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, it's it's wild that it's here, guys. It was uh, hard to believe waking up this morning and seeing all the posts from MLB on socials and all the others that the season has started. It it truly is for us, at least as Blue Jays fans, feels like Christmas Eve because the season for us starts tomorrow. So in my mind, tomorrow is opening day, but we get a nice little preview of things going on. There's been a couple of good games so far, but of course we want to focus this episode, as we always do, on our Toronto Blue Jays. And there is some news to talk about just in terms of since the last time we recorded a week ago tonight some surprising roster decisions or maybe a surprising opt-out from one player. I think we all had penciled in to make this team without a doubt coming out of spring training. And that is the fact that Greg bird has opted out of his deal with the blue Jays kind of came out of nowhere. Cause the guy was having such a good spring. Everybody was talking him up and be like, yep, this is the lefty that we need. This is the lefty that will be able to play some first base, play some DH from time to time. But at the end of the day, I don't know what it came down to, but Greg Bird was the one who decided to use the opt-out. That was in his contract. He's since gone to the New York Yankees. Considering that we have a Jay Bird watching birthday in less than 24 hours, I'm going to start with the birthday boy, Chris Key. And what are your thoughts on this whole Greg Bird situation? Like, was it just simply do you think he wasn't happy with the role he was going to be offered? Did he want opt out for the chance of maybe getting re-signed on a major league deal? Could it be vaccination related? Who knows? That's always something to keep into consideration with players this year. But I don't know which way you lean, Chris. How surprised were you when Greg Bird decided to opt out of his deal? That guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you really feel about it.
2: But like
3: No, that that's going a little bit too far. But like it's very, very peculiar, is it not? Because like mm. he went from more than likely having a spot as the power lefty off the bench. And, and if anybody knows me, I love me some power hitting lefties off the bench. Let me tell you. Um, <clears throat> but like, it, it's really strange because he, from many conversations we've heard, he was almost assured a, a spot on this roster. Granted, yeah. he'd be playing behind the best first baseman, one of the best players in the game, uh, in Vladimir Guerrero jr. But, but... he, took a minor league deal with the Yankees, and there's more backlog at first base with the Yankees than there is with the Blue Jays. I don't think vaccination has anything to do with it. I think we could probably put that to bed because I don't see him going this far with the Blue Jays, um, and that being a question mark. Um, I don't think the Blue Jays would bring anybody in or bring anybody on that, that would kind of question anything with that. It just doesn't make sense to me, but I don't know. It, it It's freaking strange that the, the way things happened and I just, I can't put my finger on it, but like there's some wackiness there, some real wackiness. And maybe we'll, we'll find out later in the year what actually happened. Maybe we won't. And it'll just be like the ghost of Greg Bird. And <laughs> you know, sure as shit, the guy's going to come up after Rizzo. <clears throat> Rizzo's going to get hurt, somebody else is going to get hurt LeMahieu's going to be playing second base And then Bird's going to come up And he's going to mash 20 or 30 friggin' home runs For the Yankees And it's going to be Gio Urshela all over again oh, You God, just know uh, that that's going to happen Don't say <laughs>
4: a name <laughs>
3: That's the name we don't say on this show
4: <laughs> Well
1: now he's with Who, who the hell's he with now? Twins? Twins, twins. Yeah. Well, Greg. chime in with your thoughts on the Greg Bird situation <laughs> I was right. I, I think I was,
4: you guys know I was propping him up for three weeks before everybody else said anything. I loved his swing. He looked like he finally had something to figure out. He had a sneaky good season in the minor leagues last year with the uh, Colorado Rockies organization, but to the fact that it looks like he might finally have gotten back to the form that he uh, had with the Yankees before he started having injury problems, but clearly he must have just have his head stuck in New York City. He's got that, uh, I forget the name who sings it, but is it Adele that sings the uh, New York State of Mind thing going on? <laughs> Alicia, Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys, that's, that's what it was. Yeah. So, but oh, Billy point, Joel he,
3: originally? Come on.
4: Yeah, let's
3: go.
1: Let's go way
4: back here to the it's not a New York minute. That's Um, how long he was with the Blue Jays. He was there for a New York minute. (laughs) But to that point, it's nuts. I I just I don't get it. It, You know, you expect somebody that was at least coming there on a minor league deal to be potentially interested in actually staying with the team that he was with. And the fact that they were literally going to hand him a job basically If you look at the way this roster is constructed, he was probably going to be splitting most of his time at DH or first base with Vlad and Kirk mixed into a freaking you know, cocktail there, just until they, you know, got everybody, you know, just to spell everybody. I think there was enough there that that would have actually been a good solid playing time thing for him. And he could have been this year's Chris Colabello from 2015.
1: That was my thought too.
4: Just saying.
2: (laughs) Adam. Yeah. Just to touch on and to uh, echo Chris's sentiments about the, um, vaccination status. I don't think that had anything to do with it. I don't think the Blue Jays are in the business right now of um having anybody even on the minor league roster that's unvaccinated, especially in Triple A. Maybe you can make an argument for the single A and the Double A teams, but in Triple A there's no way. Um especially if there's an injury, um you look at the bullpen, you look at any of the pitchers in the min- in the uh on the Bison's roster. There is absolutely no way none of them are vac- aren't vaccinated and same thing with uh Bird if he were to make the roster. Um I think he was just being greedy. I think, um, and it's his right to be gritty about it. That's fine. I just think he wanted everyday playing time. I don't know how he was, thought he was going to get it, um, yeah. but he I, thought he yeah. was going to he he thought he earned it. And you could make an argument that, in other situations, he did. Mm-hmm. Um, just maybe not on this team because it's so loaded. Um,
3: then why well, go to the Yankees?
2: Because you it's a think familiar he'd be on the familiar
3: system. Oakland A's or something.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. It's a familiar system with him. Like he's he's been in that system before, and yeah. you know, given the 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 nature of the Yankees, maybe because of vaccination status with their players, he mm-hmm. may be thinking I may be able to be playing more yeah. often or more regularly. Motherfucker, uh, especially... he's going to
3: come up here and mash home yep. runs like nobody's yes. business. Up <laughs> it's gonna here, it's going to be like Josh <laughs> Donaldson last year with the
1: Twins <laughs> to kill the Blue Jays playoff hopes. <laughs>
2: okay, um, Donaldson's a yeah, yeah, off for
1: the Yankees too. Just as I know,
2: I yeah, uh, I uh, I think. You know, given the fact that he's not on the roster, it came to a surprise to all of us. But, hey, good luck to him. I have nothing really ill against him. So he he provided us with some spring tra- training entertainment. And this is exactly why you take the fucking spring training <laughs> pledge. This yes. is why you don't Once get again, invested
3: into spring you training. You were the only one that took that
4: pledge.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Brendan, <laughs> the
4: pledge. Brendan took it. Took Brendan the took it. it. So, Chris, you and 50%. I are the oppositions. So we're the ones that are uh, anti pledge
2: Fifty percent. Fifty percent of JBW took the preseason pledge we had the spring <laughs> pledge. fifty yeah. percent of A- JBW. As we
4: drink our Kool-Aid, you guys can yes. go ahead and have fun with whatever. <laughs> yes. um,
2: but moving on from that, look, I, I, I i know this wasn't on the agenda. I do want to touch on. It. I'm surprised that it wasn't yeah, no friends printed, but uh, I'm oh, going to come out and say it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think. He's questioning your authority. We're talking yeah. about rosters, and we're talking about vaccination status. I'm just going to say, I don't think Jose Ramirez is vaccinated. And I think that's why he's not a a Toronto Blue Jay. That's all yeah. I'm going to say.
4: Yeah, could be that he got a giant pile of money, just but saying. he didn't. <laughs> but he really did Still underpaid. Well, sure. and, and if you, I agree that he's
3: underpaid, but still. if you heard baseball today, I think it was today's episode, yesterday's episode, maybe. Um, the Padres did put in a, an offer. Chris Rose knows what the offer was. He wasn't willing to disclose that information, obviously. Like the trade offer? The trade offer. Yeah, if you go back and listen to what they were saying, like it sounded like it was a, a decent offer. And I wonder if it was something revolved around Paddock,
4: who went to the Twins yeah.
3: earlier.
2: Yeah.
4: I was just going to say they were willing to give up one of their the guys that basically yeah. has won them two minor league championships in two different levels. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't yeah. fully translated to the major so, league level yet, but there is still a lot left for yeah. Chris Paddock and seeing yeah. him get traded. I guarantee you he was part of that. Yeah, I wonder if Cleveland just wouldn't, wouldn't get off the
3: Manoa train. Yeah, and possible. Clearly, that wasn't going to happen with the Blue Jays.
1: Mm-hmm. Marino. It couldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's going be, to be curious to see what happens. Uh, if you knew you were going to get
4: Mourinho away in that trade, but you're guaranteeing a chance for a good chance of getting uh, a Barrios situation out of Jose Ramirez, though. That's the same if thing you are we talking if about you last up Mourinho,
3: If you gave you up Mourinho an and, and it was an extension of what Cleveland just gave him, hell yes, yes. i do it. Yes, yes say, That's the only 100%. way.
2: Yeah. 100%. Um, And on top of that, we're going to find out come August or September when the Guardians come to Toronto. Uh, if he doesn't play... That's why. That's there why. you go, yeah. you'll know, unless I mean, he's you know already pre-injured or whatever, he's yeah, sustaining yeah. injury. All of a
1: sudden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. well, that'll be the thing that's going to be synonym to watch this season is all the roster moves that teams make before coming to Toronto. I will say. The Texas Rangers are all in Toronto. They are all 100% vaccinated. So there were no roster moves made by them. But the Oakland Athletics come to town next weekend on Easter. And we'll see what happens there. Maybe there's a couple players that can't come out for Oakland. But, yeah, getting back to Greg Bird, a little surprising at the end of the day. Especially considering the fact that he went to the Yankees of all places. But I think I'm with you, Adam. Familiar spot for him um it's a shame i thought he was going to be a real contributor to the team and craig you brought up chris colabello that's kind of exactly what i saw for him a guy who just kind of has a little resurgence have a very solid year not a great one but a useful contributor on a playoff caliber team um last week as well the second big roster move that happened uh between the last time we recorded we finally got our answer to what's happening with Reese McGuire, and that answer is he's not on the team anymore. Uh, he was traded to the Chicago White Sox. I want to say, what, it was a day after we recorded, last week Friday, I think it was, or maybe on Saturday, over the weekend, uh, for Zach Collins. Backup catcher for backup catcher was the trade with the Chicago White Sox. Um, Collins is also a lefty. Collins had an option left, but as we've come to discover, that option was already used by the White Sox during training camp or spring training. So Blue Jays have now since called him back up and used that option. That's how I understood it. I could be wrong, is that he was already optioned, and now they're calling him back up. But anyways, Reese McGuire's off the roster. Zach Collins is on. He made the opening day 28 as well as we've seen him post in the Blue Jays locker room on his Instagram and his Twitter. Adam, you went last on Greg Bird, so I'll start with you. What were your thoughts on the deal? It seems pretty... Not a bad little bit of business. It seemed like it was getting another lefty bat and a guy who they're apparently kind of intrigued by as a lefty bat who might have a little bit more to offer offensively, but not the greatest defensive catcher. I think Reese McGuire might have him beat there, but any thoughts on, on the deal for Zach Collins for Reese McGuire?
2: Yeah, it seems like it was flipped, right? So where McGuire was, uh, had the upper hand defensively, did not have the upper hand offensively, so they just pretty much flipped them. Um, I think this has more to do with options than anything and mm-hmm. Reese McGuire sort of put him in a difficult position because, um, I don't think he did enough really to earn yeah. a roster spot, especially in the fact that Alejandro Kirk is still on this team. Um, yep. but now that Collins is, you said he made the, the opening day roster. So that leads me to believe yeah. that Kirk is going to be primarily sitting at DH, um, which is fine, but I don't think Collins' uh, time in Toronto as a as a Toronto Blue Jay is going to be uh, a lengthy one. Um, I, I probably can see him going down to Buffalo. It wouldn't it, it would shock me if he lasted all of April without being uh, yeah. optioned down. Um, but I mean, it's whatever. To me, it's it's basically a linear move, and it just frees up some flexibility for the Blue Jays. Nothing more, nothing less. I don't think this is a needle mover at all. I don't think this is going to uh, when people see the lefty bat, it's advantageous, especially for yeah. this lineup, given it that it's so right-handed heavy. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know that it's going to be utilized as much as people would like uh, an ideal left-handed bat to be utilized for this roster. So um, the flexibility is there. The options are there. The talent is sure. I mean, like, I'm not expecting a lot from from Colin. So cool. It, it's a good move, sure. Craig? So... Did anybody
4: else read the fact that in the midst of this whole thing was exactly the same um, with the whole rumors with Jose Ramirez that apparently Reese McGuire and Jose Ramirez don't get along, da 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 That was all fake. <laughs> I figured happened. it had to be, but I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah it was all over the internet, so it was just uh-huh. people goofing around more than anything, I think. But I just thought it was rather amusing. And then uh, what was the other one that went out last night that I sent to you guys? Uh Oh, he must – it was uh, somebody else that was possibly going to get training. Oh, he must not get along with Jose Ramirez, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but very interesting. Um, I I think it's let out to make sure that they have another guy and not have to force Gabriel Moreño into a, uh, hey, you're here. <laughs> you know, he didn't even get a spring training. And the Buffalo Bison's got rained out tonight. I'm surprised it's not snowy because it feels cold out <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> but um saying, I think it's pure just roster flexibility. Now mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about losing a guy from the 40 man roster. You've got a guy you can keep going back and forth and get on the uh, Mike McCoy train back and forth from, my, <laughs> from Buffalo. Chris, anything else to
1: add? Yeah,
4: I don't think
3: there's a whole lot to say about it. It, it was. Like Adam said, a linear move that just gives you a little bit more flexibility. Um, he's not great, actually. In fact, we'll just say he's not good. Um, he <laughs> can't really hit. They're calling him a uh, a power-hitting catcher, but like mm. he, do- he doesn't hit for... He, well, let's just flat-out say it. He doesn't hit the ball. Um, <laughs> he doesn't hit the ball. He can't catch the ball very well. Um, it's like JP, but... Minus few, a few <laughs> yeah. points. Um, <clears throat> don't expect a lot from him, he's just another body to keep the bench warm. Um, yeah. you're going to be seeing a lot more of Danny Jansen and Alejandro Kirk, uh, behind the plate. Uh, instead of him, he's just there in case something happens. Yeah, yeah. So,
4: he's there when they instead of having a DH spot removed or filled, you gotta, yeah, better catcher there.
2: Yeah, let me exactly. let me ask this, let me ask this. Who plays more games as a Toronto Blue Jay? Who starts more games as a Toronto Blue Jay in 2022, Mourinho or Collins? My Marino. best,
4: Colin, or Mourinho, I mean. Yeah, I Marino. I agree. Probably. Because something in this equation just spells something's going to get traded eventually. Yeah. we're hoping that yes. both of those guys are going to Jansen yeah. and Kirk, for that matter. I think we already know that Kirk's going to hit from his spring training that we've ha- He's had, but yeah. you don't know what you are getting out of Jansen. And then you got probably one of the best prospects in baseball weighing in the l- waiting.
1: <laughs> something's yeah. going to give, right?
3: Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: yeah he'll force he'll their hand. hand. He'll force yeah. their hand, just like Kirk did at the end of twenty twenty when they called him up in September against the Yankees in one of those first games that he played, he's going to force their hand. But yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably, Moreno, and he'd probably get most of those starts when he gets called up in late August or September because Collins won't have started very many. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I also Uh, think
2: that, that this year. I would say by
1: August, Collins won't even be on the 40-man roster.
3: I agree.
2: I think, I think this year, Kirk is the Blue Jays, Riley Adams, but he's going to get a lot more than just Brad Hinn.
1: All right, we have our first nice take of the episode. Yes. I won't call that a hot take. I'll <laughs> call that a nice take. Uh, Ooh, yeah. From Adam Normal there, take there. A <laughs> um, couple other. Monovigio season. couple other. <laughs> to talk about before we continue on to wrapping up spring training. Uh, Ryan Barucky placed on the 10-day injured list with a right hamstring strain. Nate Pearson was also put on the 10-day injured list because of mono, which as we talked about. I thought they were 15-day. Uh, yeah, 10. 10. Uh, just how the fuck does there. that work? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I thought there I, were 15 for pitchers. Yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, I'm just Manfred looking at again. With his Twitter account.
4: <laughs> Manfred again,
3: uh, changing the rules.
4: Yeah, yeah. Somebody probably just doesn't understand the new rules and run t- tweeted out 10 days for the hell of it.
3: Yeah, yeah exactly. So, regardless,
4: whatever. We're not seeing Pearson for a while.
1: Yes. Uh, of the two, that one is definitely more devastating in my mind because who knows how long it will take with Mono. That can take quite a bit. Um, as part of that, Zach Collins, as we just talked about, was recalled from AAA. And Ghost K. Cato made the roster out of spring training as a utility man along with Santiago Espinal, which was expected. Um, of those injuries, are we all in agreement that Nate Pearson is the one that is the most devastating? Or maybe I'll frame it this way. What's the future of Ryan Barucci with this team? Because we obviously know when Nate Pearson gets over Mono and he builds his strength back up, he's going to have a spot in this bullpen. But Collins was called back up as the roster move because of Berucki being placed on the 10-day injured list. We know he dealt with injuries towards the end of last year. We know he struggled since the back half of 2020. But he's a lefty who can throw 97-98. And as we touched on last week, somebody will take a flyer on him. So, yep. Craig, I'll start with you. What is the future with Ryan Barucky on this team?
4: He's going to be on this roster. I, come on, we got Trent Thornton in this bullpen right now.
0: Just yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> so,
4: um, I just, there's going to be, it, he's either going to be hurt in the roster. I, I Right now, unless he's all of a sudden literally the reason that you have to dump somebody off the 40-man roster, I don't see him being moved to the point where he's a liability to the, keep on that roster. Because like I said, right now he's on the integer list, okay? Great, he's taking up a 40-man roster spot, but we have somebody else in playing for him right now. So, Give it a little take. I don't know. But right now, I just don't see a world right now where Ryan Barucki isn't somehow on this roster.
3: Chris? I'm going to change the one part of your question and say out of the two, Pearson and Barucki, which one is more impactful. And I will say that Ryan Barucki being on the 10-day or 15-il is more impactful to this team than Nate Pearson. And the reason I say that is because the replacement... Is Taylor Sacedo. Okay. Uh, and that guy is going to be this year's Tim Meza. And we are not going to be in a place. Anywhere close to where we should be without that guy. Something just tells me. And I had the Robbie Ray pick last year. That Taylor Sacedo is going to be our savior out of the bullpen this year. <laughs> so we're going to get tweets. He's every got good. talent. He's got. He's had a real. season. Yeah, Yeah, he's Acedo, a, Acedo yeah that, that's his guy. <laughs> hey, there's one there's one for Chris yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. Um so well, he season? No, he 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 had a, very quietly last year was a very good year for him. Um and he has had a very good spring. I think he had one outing that was kind of bad. Um but relievers are going to do that over the course of a month. So, like am I concerned about that? If, if a a reliever has a blow up inning like once or twice a month? Or once or twice every couple of months, um, like that's to be expected. Um, so I, I don't read too much into that. This kid's got a really good arm, and he's gonna he's gonna be kind of an unsung hero. I think you're you're gonna hear a lot about Simber. You're gonna hear a lot about Richards. You're gonna hear a lot about Romano, Mesa, um, Pearson when he does eventually come up. Merryweather, I think Merryweather's gonna be an interesting story this year, whether he can stay healthy or not, um, and whether he can be. Um, what we saw in that first Yankee series last year where we were like, shit, this guy's yeah. throwing 100, 101, and just blowing, judging, uh, Stanton away. Um, or, or is he going to look a little bit more mortal like he was at the end of the year? Uh, and, and, and you don't know what you're going to get for him. But you, you need that dark horse out of the bullpen. I think it's going to be Taylor Saucedo because sure as shit isn't going to be Trent Thornton. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's going to be him. So it, in a roundabout way of answering your question devastating to lose Pearson because he is going to hear a closer, um, when, when he gets right and he's going to be back, but Taylor Saucedo is more important
1: to this team right now than Ryan Barucki. That's a, uh, that's a very good way of answering that question. So Adam, you have the freedom to choose which way you answer it, either the way Craig started or
2: going down Chris's <laughs> Avenue. Oh man. I, I mean, I'll, <laughs> I, I don't mind answering it straightforwardly. I think, uh, well, we'll talk about Ryan Barucki first. I don't think he has much of a future. I think they're going to give him the opportunity. Um, I don't trust the longevity, and I don't trust the stuff. Um, so I think sooner rather than later. I, how many options does he have? Does he have any? That's,
3: that's a good it. question. I don't, I don't think, think he has any. He doesn't have any. That's
2: yeah, that'd be it, a, be a fade. He'll uh He probably won't even clear waivers, I, I don't no. believe.
3: Somebody um, will pick him up
2: yeah Tampa will pick him up and they'll turn him to a lightning rod Is waiting? Yeah.
3: yeah no, Tampa'll do what they did with Aaron loop, yeah,
1: probably
2: yeah. Um, that worked out pretty so well for i him. i just I don't know that there's it's sort of put up or shut up with Barucky and i just I don't trust this stuff um. So if if he does move on, then whatever I anticipate that. I again I don't think he's going to be a Blue Jay for the rest of the season. Um, we'll see him once, and then after that, it'll probably be it. Um, Oof. one call up, I mean, well after after oh, the okay. injury, and then and he'll have some sort of tenure, and then he'll get uh, DFA'd. Ah, uh, Pearson, we were expecting him to take the closure job, so this comes at a very very poor opportunity for him, at the cost of a poor opportunity for him rather. Um, so right now, and Chris, you and I sort of echoed these sentiments last week. Uh, it's a lot of pressure on Romano. Now, I know a lot of people yeah. are thinking like he's going to be the closer anyway, which is true. It is his job to lose. But if you see him get caught in a jam or the velocity is ticking down or, you know, he gets a blister or fingernail breaks, these things happen. I'm not even being hyperbolic. Um, it would be, would have been nice to have that sort of gas ready to go, and Nate Pearson. Um, I don't know that anybody in this bullpen has that sort of velocity that screams closer right now if something were to happen to, to Romano. So it just takes away a little bit of security and leverage on the Blue Jays' side. So I think in that aspect, especially given how the bullpen performed last year, um, you every game counts, right? And if we're going to make a serious run at this, this bullpen needs to be... I I don't want to say perfect, but it's got to be above be way above way. average. Yeah, way better than last year. And if yep. you are not having those arms, because correct me if I'm wrong, there's ten man bullpen right now. Mm, I believe so. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. So I mean that that tells you all you need to know. They have the attitude of they're going to have as many it's, arms in there. And it's many it's really
3: as eight man because like Stripling is going to spot start,
4: and yeah. Thornton is only there if it's a blowout on yep. either yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. But to that point, though, those guys are there to chew up innings when you yep. need to chew up yep. innings. Um, it's going to be interesting it's, because to your point, you did just lose one of your a guy that you thought was going to be the biggest piece of your bullpen. And, At least a
2: setup guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Well, and what's the what was the thing you got Garcia right now? If he was the guy that was going to be taking up the eighth inning and then you have Ty, you know Tim Mesa, and then you mm. would have hoped to have had Pearson in that conversation. Mm. You know, now you got.
2: Who? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying.
3: Do any yeah. of you guys know how hard Meriwether was throwing in the spring?
1: I didn't see. I'll be honest. I didn't pay too much attention to a yeah,
2: lot of the I,
4: I stuff. I didn't either. They had him hard he was the Yankees throwing. on one of the things, and it looked. I want to say he was in 97, 98.
1: Okay, well that's good. That's so it looked like he
4: was back uh, to tight. form at the end. Um, because those, those are the numbers. He, remember last opening day that he was crushing the yeah. Yankees with. So to that point, and then the Yankees announcers like, "Who the hell is this guy?" You know, yeah. <laughs> he's got yeah. to steal the closer's job, and we are all thinking he was going to at that point. If he returns to that form, the this the Pearson thing, you know, hurts a little bit less. Mm-hmm. But imagine mm-hmm. a bullpen that has both those guys that form in it. Good enough lock American League hitters, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they're not they're done on that point. You got guys coming out like that. That can you know just rifle through uh, strikeouts. It's what this team needs in this bullpen, yeah. and that's why
3: Meriwether and Romano are so important. Like if you have that three-headed monster down there, three guys throwing a hundred plus, and Meriwether, yeah. Pearson, and Romano, um, it you can like every one of your pitches are a little bit more forgiving than yeah. because you don't know if you have to gear down for that. Because I think. All of them at least throw a slider. Merriweather throws a curveball yeah. for sure. And Pearson throws a curveball for sure. I don't know if either of them throw a slider. There's breaking pitches in there. But you yeah. don't know if you're, you're sitting on that breaking pitch or if you're gearing up for 100. Mm-hmm. And sure. like, or Merriweather's changeup. That, that's Mary, a big Pearson's changeup goes 90. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and if you really want to fuck with hitters, throw Simber in the middle of them. Yeah. Yep. Honest, I think we're all in agreement that the bullpen, just talking about that, talking about the velocity, some of the names that could be in there, might have the ceiling of a Rays, Yankees, or White Sox bullpen. But I think pretty quickly. Um, Better and than the again, Yankees bullpen, for sure. Probably, without a doubt. Yeah. But I think pretty quickly, if there are an injury or two that happen early on, or some guy stumbles out of the gate, um I don't want to say it'll be like last year because I do very much believe this bullpen is way better on paper than the one that started mm-hmm. last year. Uh, and yeah. last year started with some overachievers like Tyler Chatwood uh, before he just breaks anymore. Um, right. He's a key part of this bullpen, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But that leads into the next topic of <laughs> conversation, which is wrapping up. Didn't
3: yesterday. want to see anybody warming up behind him.
1: No, no, not at all. Not allowed. Fucking um, Montoyo. So spring training is want to pitch better. There were a lot of standout opportunities. There was a lot of standout performances and some performances that were a little underwhelming from certain guests. I'll leave that up to the listener and to you guys to choose who each of those are. And that's where I'm going with this. Adam, I'll lead off with you. Pick one player that impressed you particularly during spring training and one player that you may have been disappointed in. No, I don't know <laughs> that. No. Oh, no. Yes.
4: <laughs> Get that mic out <laughs> of there. He's going to yell. Save him,
1: save him if you want. but uh, And then go with somebody who's kind of disappointed you or maybe given you cause for concern. Maybe there's a stumble out of the gate. And then maybe you could take that cause for concern and be like, you know what? I'm, even though they had a bad spring, I'm not actually concerned. They'll be fine once the season starts. So definitely an impressive one, one that concerns you. And then you can throw in the third of the guy that, Struggled, but
2: we'll be fine. I'm not going to say like Biggio. Mute him. Mute him, we, mute him. I'm not going to say Biggio because, quite frankly, he didn't impress me. Um whoa. Oh, oh okay. good. So oh, he, he's
4: oh. to the second half. Good. Okay.
2: No, he doesn't need to impress me. He's going to be just fine. Um <laughs>
4: I was going to say, where's the hot take there?
2: <laughs> so I guess the person that would be nipping at the heels that sort of, um I mean, I guess you could say Espinall. Mm-hmm is someone to keep your eye on, and he seems super, super determined. Um, there was an article re- written recently, I think it was with Shai, um, saying that he is here to, for a starting job. He wants to get a starting job, and his best bet to do that is taking over Cabin at second, and I think there's going to be some sort of a platoon mm. there anyway. Um, but, you know, given the the versatility, given the fact that he put on, I, I want to say they said like 15 pounds yeah, of muscle, muscle. Um, which is...
4: He did Utterly say ridiculous. that that picture was a little exaggerating how much weight That's he put right. in, though. The, the, but either right. way, Espinal, best shape of his life, candidate.
2: <laughs> Bro, Santiago Espinal does not skip leg day, um, so <laughs> good for him. And I, I, I think given his spring and given the fact that he seems determined, um, I'm going to put him up on a, a player to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. Disappointment. Mm. Nah, it's tough, this is going to come bad. as a surprise because his production when he did play was still good. But I was disappointed that I didn't see enough. So I don't know if that directly answers the question, but I'm going to say Springer. I have concerns. Um, I'm not saying that he's injured. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with him. I'm not saying he performed poorly. He didn't when he did. But they're playing, they're handling him with kid gloves. And something tells me, given the fact that the Blue Jays have been very tight-lipped and very, like, keeping injury concerns close to the vest, through, especially with this regime, with Atkins and Shapiro. I have my concerns heading into the season. I don't know that we're going to see a full throttle George Springer to start this season. And I don't know if it's because of injury, and I don't know if it's because they're trying to rest him up. I'm just a little worried. Bra- so
4: We have breaking news for after this conversation. What's
2: up? What's up? No, go break it. <laughs>
4: um, thirty-three seconds ago. Ah, <laughs> Blue Jays acquired Bradley Zimmer from Cleveland in exchange for Anthony Castro. What? Oh, wow! So, more outfield depth <laughs> and a guy also that is a Dexter follower all over again in another trade. But that's a forty-man roster move, guys.
2: He'll be in AAA though. Zimmer was highly regarded at
1: one point. Speedy guy.
2: We finally have he finally has breaking top prospect. Oh. Wow. <laughs>
1: So
4: reason. he really hey, disappointed me. Thank you, because... Hazel May, for
2: giving me cool things. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> um, yeah Dude, I would, Hazel, broken say... outfielder acquisition. Michael Brantley wasn't on the team. Yep. everybody on. Twitter oh no, is the, Blue J- out the Blue Jays. The this been... is in J Ram. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. The Toronto Blue Jays have uh, announced it as well. So okay, so
2: it's yeah. official. Good job, Hazel. Oh, wow. It's uh, official. Um, and I'm the the third question was who. Sort of disappointed, but I'm not worried about. I guess Springer could have fit into that category, um but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Kevin. He didn't. He wasn't lights out. He wasn't but amazing. I think he's. Uh, this is not me just being a son of a bitch when it comes to Biggio season. I swear. Oh, I think it is. No, it's cool. I think it's he's really gonna, good. <laughs> he's going to. I. He's my breakout guy, dude. He is. I think he's gonna give him. He needs that him, breakout. He needs Give him regular playing time at second base. <laughs> now that it's pretty much a given, Jose Ramirez is not going to be on this team, not going to be playing second base. You give him give opportunities. To... Yeah, okay. You give him opportunities <laughs> to play at second base and right field. I I have a lot of faith in Kevin. So okay. there you go. Okay. There there's my All three. Right.
1: All right, Craig, I'll, over to you.
4: All right, so what was it again, seeing I uh, interrupted myself and Adam?
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) what, What player that impressed you, one player that you're concerned about might get off to a slow start or stumble, and name a player who struggled but you're not worried about? Alright, I'm gonna start with a guy I that I, I'm I say struggled, but I can't
4: say he struggled because I just didn't get to see him. I was really sure. excited to see Gabriel Moreno this spring and Blue Jays fans were robbed of that due to visa issues and just stupid fun with customs. <laughs> so, Damn, custom. Yeah, exactly. So it is what it is, I guess, but to that point I I, I was very excited to see what he could bring to the table on this and how much he might even force the conversation for this spring. And he didn't get that opportunity. It really kind of sucks. So that's my one for the unfortunate struggles one. My mid my, the guy that I think that had the best spring from what I saw is the blue Jays lineup is Lars Guriel jr. Played most games mm-hmm. and was doing really good at the plate. And to that point, I think he still looks like he's getting more and more comfortable in left field every day. I don't think he's going to be a real gold glove winner in left field, but that arm of his is going to make up for some of those facts that he doesn't have the range as some of those guys do, but he's not any different than having Tay Oscar over in left field. So perfect wash, I guess. Into that point, I, I just think he's going to finish his season or he's going to pick this season up and run with how he finished last season. He was one of the best hitters in baseball after the all-star break last year, as far as, you know, batting average on base and that kind of stuff. So, I think he's ready to run with that. And I don't think it's saying a breakout with what we saw him do at the end of the last season. As far as my breakout candidate, I really kind of tend to agree with you know the conversation here with Adam. That second base is where the breakout is. It has to be Kevin Biggio for him to stay a Blue Jay. But I am yes. really intrigued with Santiago Espinal. And mm-hmm. I think he has a chance to do just as many great things. So there's that. And then you said the guy that what was the other one. Breakout Struggle, player struggled, but you're not concerned about Struggled, but not concerned about
3: mm.
4: we did get to see Matt Chapman pretty efficiently this spring, but it was very ups and downs. And I'm hoping that that just is just spring training, not being in enough ball games, and he gets a chance to show blue Jays fans why he, we were uh, not only defensively very excited for him, but I really think that he has a chance to do exactly what Josh Donaldson did when he came here from Oakland yeah. and just truck in the American League East, mm-hmm. those ballparks are played for a guy like him that hits hard line drives, and if he can play to any kind of, you know, in the right direction in his strikeouts to walk ratio, it's going to show. Mm-hmm. I really don't think this guy's a 230, 240 hitter. I think he's closer to somewhere in the ballpark of 270 batting average. And if that happens, he is a 30-home run hit guy all day, every day, in this lineup with 100-something RBIs.
1: Yeah, fully agreed. Chris?
4: All right. So
3: <clears throat> my guy that impressed me the most is not going to be on this team and probably not going to be on this team or uh, Elvis this year. Bradley Zimmer and he should yeah. be is Elvis Martinez. How can you not fall in love with this guy? This guy was hitting the ball like a machine all spring training and then got sent down. He's going to have such a fire. In him to try and get himself up here, he's going to catapult himself through the minor league system. He's starting in Double A.
4: I would say before anybody knows it, he will be in Buffalo before June first. I don't don't disagree with you.
3: And he <laughs> will he will do everything he can to force himself onto this team for a playoff push. Moreno's probably going to be the guy first. Uh, to get onto this team just for experience in politics and whatnot. He'll be the one first. Um, And who's kidding who? There's going to be service time manipulation because they really didn't do anything to address that in CBA. So it's going to happen still. Sorry to say, but it's going to happen. And we're probably not going to see him this year, although he probably should be on this team this year. Somebody that worries me, and, and it's not so much the spring training, but a, a grouping result of last year. Engine Ryu is not going to have a good year this year. Um, yep. it, it's going to be yep. very rough. Um, Ryu we're, season,
2: boys. There's No, <laughs> it, it, it's really
3: not. A, Chris, he, say it re- with
2: your chest. Say it with your entire chest.
3: <clears throat> he really worries me. His <laughs> velocity isn't there anymore. If he can't locate the way he used to, we are in for a very rough season if he's pitching this many games against the AL East. You got Maybe Mashers in you have Mashers in New York, you have Mashers in hell, you have them in Tampa, you definitely have them in the, in, in Boston. The boys in Baltimore aren't anything to to slouch about, especially they one through five. They, they do. Uh they they're not going to do shit here, but like you still got to get through them. And they're going to, here's the way I'll put it. Ryu's going to see a lot of Baltimore this year. They're going to put him in positions to face Baltimore because he's not going to be able to pitch against Boston and New York and Tampa. So they're going to move him around. He likes extra rest. So if they can push him to a Baltimore series, they're going to do it. And he's going to have to put up and shut up that he can still do it, or it's going to trouble for him. And that's, it, when he first came on and Wes and I were talking about it um, on Jays Jam, we were saying that you need three good years from him and you can burn the fourth year. And we're in year number three right now. And this is a big compete year. So you need him to be on. And if he's on, this team is going to be very, very good. If he is not on, we're going to be in for a little bit of trouble. And, and that really concerns me. Um, what was the third one? somebody who struggled but that you're not concerned. They're going to be fine. Uh oh, yeah. Teoscar. Yeah, sure. Te Teoscar didn't have a great spring. Um but I'm going to say, I'll go out on a limb here and say that obviously Guerrero is the top spot, but like after Guerrero in this batting order, Teoscar is your next important most important player. Definitely. Yeah. You need a good season from him, and I think he's going to deliver. I think he's probably going to hit 40 home runs this year. Woo-hoo.
1: I wouldn't be shocked. Really
3: I wouldn't would be shocked by that. He's got the pop, and he definitely he's, has figured he, out that he, patience. He, here, I'll, I'll give it this. He's going to hit 290 with 40 home runs and probably somewhere between 100 and
4: 110 RBIs. Bold predictions are later in the show.
3: <laughs>
4: oh, I got. I can make up more of those doors. Travis <laughs> <Yeah, sure, yeah. laughs> Martinez steals a job. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Let me pour now.
1: another. How many beers before you do that again? Yeah. <laughs> the birthday gonna... episode. Yeah, exactly. You can say whatever you want on the birthday episode to a point. It's not fair. He gets uh, a blue jays for
4: his birthday. Yeah. yeah, he gets opening day for
1: his birthday. That's it's pretty hard good shit. opening day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go my guy who surprised me. I wouldn't say surprised, but I'm now expecting a step forward as Alec Noah. He absolutely dealt Ooh. all spring long, and I think yes. there's, he's going to take the next level. And if Hanjin Ryu does continue to stumble you still have a very solid one through three with Barrios, Gosman, and Manoa. So that's who I'm going to go with for my guy who impressed me a lot, looked really good. I like that. Now, I'm also going to go with, on the pitching side, for somebody who concerns me a little bit, because I'm going to read something out to you guys right now. Uh-oh. Eight innings pitched. did research. <laughs> I have it up here. I have all
4: the stats. Did you, forget? He's the, did you forget he's the stat guy on the show? We're all, we're all mm. this bunch of drunk i always
1: have fan graphs <laughs> open or some sort of stats website, but eight innings pitched. 15 hits given up, 10 earned runs given up. Does that you sound Kikuchi. like anything? No, not Kikuchi. Oh, got bur- Burrios. 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 Yeah, Burrios. And there were some uh, be fine. His, his and That's where I was debating where to place him because I do think he'll be fine, but at the same time, there were some starts probably working off the rust where his velocity was down. And that's a lot of hits to give up in eight innings. Again, only spring training and you're always working and tinkering on things. So I guess he's kind of I'm not I'm not fully concerned about Barrios, but I'm c- going to keep an eye out on his velocity tomorrow night on opening day and then also how he starts his season. And then to flip the script, I got two guys who stru- well, struggled for different reasons, but I'm going to be comfortable with. Hunjun Ryu is one. He'll be fine. Uh, and George yeah. Springer as well will be a full go. Um, yes. I, like his, at, his at-bat levels were very much, he had the same amount of ABs as Kevin. They both had 21. Yeah. Uh, only played two games less. And he wasn't too far off other regulars either. So I think Springer will be okay. I'm hopeful, Adam. I hope that you're wrong uh, and that he will be okay. But <laughs>
2: Well, this trade makes guys. me a little bit more nervous that something's going on.
4: You're not right? the only you're, one. That's literally what everything's going on yeah. Twitter chat and stuff right you're now. You're putting and, uh, in insurance in center.
2: Yeah. You yeah. have insurance in center field right now. I mean, for everything I'm reading, uh, Zimmer can't really hit. But there's speed there. It's a left-handed bat. Right, so that obviously makes sense, but
4: I don't know. What, if, uh, uh, something's Davide, not right. Did you see no. what the put up for his uh, Emma, his uh, uh, savant page for no. uh, Bradley Zimmer? He's in the seventieth seventy-fifth percentile of exit velocity. Um, he's in a for average. He's in the max exit velocity. He's in the ninety-first percentile. That's it's okay. Randall Grichik. Yep. It's really yeah. what it is.
1: <laughs> he was a top 25 prospect, Bradley Zimmer, but he just cannot as, stop striking out. As Brennan. And he can't stay healthy. And his biggest That's problem too, is man. his legs have been up to where his health is. And when you guys, you
4: guys know how it is, you watch enough baseball, you, you lose your legs, you lose your pot. It's just how it is. So, yeah. Did no you hear options. about the exit, the exit velocity
3: for um, uh, Tapia? No is no. like is one of the highest uh, like exit velocities, but his launch angle is in the negative. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Wyatt! Kenny so Lawton. like if he, <laughs> so like if he just gets the ball in the air, he might hit twenty home runs.
4: <laughs> yeah, Bradley. <Zimmer laughs> they were talking is about that
3: on at the letters, but
4: yeah, Bradley hey, Zimmer is also ninety seventh percentile of sprint speed in all of major league baseball. Fast?
2: All right, so he's fast. he's fast. fast. He has no <laughs> options. Right. So he's coming. Josh, uh, he's, to to he's coming to Toronto. He's coming to Toronto. All right. So the first question, who's, who's going, going down? down it's got to be Collins.
1: I would assume so. Although Are you, I still I still am a little confused about how his options were because he had one left and they recalled him. So I don't know if they still have that because the White Sox used it at the end of spring training. No, right, it's the gotta the be, they, they, would, they wouldn't
3: have they wouldn't have brought him on if they still don't have that option. Okay. Who's
4: the Japanese men, uh, gentleman that made our Kato. team? I, Kato. Yeah. Do you think he would be the guy off? No. You got no. no. And
1: I doubt playing because It's for... the story with Kato. Like yeah. It seems like a very feel-good story right now. Yeah. Well, then it's the That'd Mario incarnated, huge... right? Yeah. That
4: would
3: be <laughs> a huge dick move considering how much the team was hyping kind of that story.
1: Which, All like, right. it, it's business. So, whatever. Yeah, maybe, maybe Trent Thornton? I don't know. Maybe Thornton. the last guy in Thornton the Thornton or somebody's hurt. Jordan yeah, or that's started.
2: what I'm saying. I, I don't I, I'm not trying to put anything out there. I'm not trying to put voodoo in it, but maybe one of he's these fine. is not like the other. But like, could <laughs> you only have one backup outfielder right now, right? So now you have two, which is always good. So if you wanted to have an extra backup outfielder, sure. But I, I'm looking at center field, I'm looking at a guy with speed, I'm looking at a guy that can't that strikes out a ton. Sounds like Randall Greychuck to me. And <laughs> sounds like I'm not the only some, one. <laughs> Something might be up. That's just where my head's at. Something the Twitterverse is hyping the fact right. that we're
4: not going to have a third catcher in about five minutes. That's basically our sure. general consensus yeah. is the fact yeah. that
1: Collins is now the expendable gentleman. <laughs> yeah. That, um, regardless, that's what it's going to be at the end of the day. But yeah, that's interesting. It'll be worth keeping an eye on to see what happens over the course of the first few games. Because, I mean, we did that with Springer when he came back last year, and you saw what ended up happening. But anyways, <laughs> I don't want to go down that route a little more. Um, <laughs> prediction time More so across the general MLB I know we typically focus on just the Blue Jays But I want to go through the division winners And award winners And then we will focus on Blue Jays award winners Specifically for this season So Chris, the birthday boy tomorrow I'm going to lead off with you Go through all six divisions And give us your division winners And your three wild card teams Jesus Christ Okay um, <laughs> I'm in the spot <laughs> hey, it was part on the agenda <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't
3: do homework <laughs> yeah, i are do a wrong man. Man. I come up with this on the go Okay, Blue Jays uh, Blue Jays uh, White
4: Sox Mariners
2: Ooh, good pick
4: It's a sneaky pick, but uh, It's Julio season, man <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, it's not uh, yeah, it is. Um, How but many Mariners wild cards is... do we
3: have now? We have three
1: Three? Mm-hmm. Are they all from the L East or are you going somewhere else? No. Tampa.
3: Where do I want to be bold? <laughs> Say it. The safe pick is New York. Oh, you want to well, You be think bold. the Red Sox are going to sneak in, aren't you? <laughs> no. Houston. Minnesota.
2: Yep. That's. Yep. Okay. Be bold. That's where I was. Gonna... <laughs> that would be bold. <laughs> Are we doing the NL bowl.
3: as well? Yeah, go for the go for the NL.
2: Yeah,
3: okay. Dodgers, like <clears throat> Dodgers are going to win the West. Uh, Central. Ah, Fuck, St. Louis.
2: Woo! Okay. I like
3: Boulder. Joel's season. <laughs> yeah, and then the East, Atlanta, yeah. and then the Mets will get in. The Phillies, so two from the East, and the Giants. No Padres? Ooh. No bruise. No. Okay. Okay.
1: Has he Craig, drinks his beer. <laughs> <Craig Odey. laughs>
3: I th- I think the Phillies are just going to bludgeon their way in. I do, too. It it will be very, very close. Like, the NL wild card is – the wild cards are going to be stupid this year. It's going to be wicked. Everywhere. Yeah. Wild card It's going to be wicked because you have <laughs> Not Boston, this wild Boston – in the AL, you have Boston that could be in. You have the Yankees that could be in. There could be a dogfight with Houston. Uh, fuck, the you, Tigers there could be a dogfight with the Blue Jays. Tigers there could be a be dogfight with the Rays, Minnesota. Uh, hell, if Cleveland pitches their way in, like, they don't have anybody to hit the ball other than Ramirez, but if they Nobody's could pitch the their Angels way in, even get in, the Angels could get in. Like, they picked up some pitching. They shored up their bullpen really nicely. And Syndergaard like looks sh-
4: like he was healthy.
3: <laughs> people can shit on Aaron Loop all they want, but they really solidified their bullpen. Like, the Yankees, or the, uh, yeah, the Angels could be right in there. And, like, the in the NL, like, that. Especially with these teams that have DH now, you don't have to play that stupid game. I know some people really love the whole, oh, the manager really has to think. Well, like, fuck, no, they, they don't think anymore, so it doesn't really matter. But like, Numbers, numbers,
4: numbers. <laughs>
3: but, like, that's something else. Like, they don't have to screw around. Like, the guys can just go and hit, and pitchers can just go and pitch and not worry about it. Like, It's going to be so fun this year thinking about the wild card. So fun. Like, we're going to have, there's going to be more, there's going to be, because there isn't a play-in anymore, but there's, it's going to come down to the last day on either the NL or AL this year. Probably. Again. And it's going to be wild. And I hope to God we aren't in it again.
1: I hope to God we're in
3: it. That was terrifying. I don't
1: think any of us us can deal with it. If you're around yeah. 500 going into, uh, going into September, you're still very much in the race for a third wild card. So that's going to be exciting enough. Yep. Craig, your division winners and wild cards. My division winners, I got to go with the Blue Jays because I
4: really just don't see how the Yankees or the Red Sox are legit better than us. And uh, the Tampa Bay Rays are the Tampa Bay Rays. They're going to find a way to win 90 games. Uh, so, But to that point. I really think that the White Sox are the clear cut winner for the frickin' uh Central. Mm-hmm. I think the Twins and the Tigers are gonna give them a little bit of a push for their uh, you know, their you know, a little bang for their buck for a ring net, at least. But and then the West, as much as I don't wanna fucking say it, I hate I hate the Astros yeah, that's and that's I don't true. wanna see them ever win, but I don't see how the Mariners took enough strides to actually, you know, solidify their lineup. If their rookies hit, though, they're going to be right in that conversation. That's really what I think it comes down to for the Mariners. Um, Angels peppered in just enough, and you got to hope that you're getting my Trout back legit. And he has looked like that this spring, so I'm thinking that, yes, Mike Trout and Sh- Shea Otani are going to just go nuts in those go 2 spots. Yes, and I think that's where the thing is. But as far as the wild card goes, I think... There, two of those teams are easily going to be out of the American League East right now. I'm still waiting, and I'm drinking the same Kool-Aid. Apparently, I drank last year. That I don't know how the Red Sox are a good team to make the playoffs right now outside of their offense. Mm-hmm. They have Nathan Navaldi pitching today. That's their opening it. day starter, um, great. Chris Sale's hurt again. Um, who's who else is pitching? You lost uh, Rodriguez last, to the Tigers over the offseason. You're hoping and praying that they're going to get to that bullpen where it's got enough, maybe, to eat up some innings. But I think it's going to tire them out to Quinn. to destroyed that bullpen place. last year, too. Correct. So I really think that that last spot is going to be down to the Twins. Angels and Mariners, if they do come down to it. And I think actually, funny enough, the Twins are actually going to be the team that comes out on top of that. I think there's just enough going on in that locker room. Mm -hmm. And I don't see an issue. I see a guy like Miguel Sano coming back to form for the Twins to be able to actually hit things like that. I do think the Twins are a J-Hap guy away from (laughs) having their uh, rotation good enough to compete. But we'll see. But I like that offense, and I like what the Twins are doing. Um, National League, I have Braves all day winning that division. I have the Mets not making the offs with all these injuries that keep piling up already. Um, I think the Brewers are going to be in a cat and dog race, or a fight with uh, the Cardinals and the Brewers, but I think the Brewers are going to edge them out. Dodgers, all day. Mm -hmm. And then I think the Padres and Giants are actually going to be Two of the wild cards with the Phillies sneaking in for the other one.
1: See so if the Mets missing.
4: I do have the Mets missing, and it's going to be all because of injuries.
1: Yeah, which is already <laughs>
4: not because that roster is well constructed. They're just banking on the fact that they got. A lot of veterans hoping to return to form and get guys like Jake DeGrom actually healthy, which already I drafted him 20th round in my fantasy baseball draft the other night and stashing him in my IL. So just saying. (laughs) And now you got Mad Max. That appears to be not fully healthy as well. No, he's he's ready to go. Oh, he's he's ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to pitch tomorrow. OK, but to that point, how healthy is he really? I know Mad I Max will pitch through anything because that's why we yeah. call him Mad Max. <laughs>
3: but if the Met, if the Mets miss the playoffs, how much money does Cohen spend next year?
4: A lot at more. All. <laughs> <laughs> and he so but to that point, it's like, OK, they're hoping to get what they got out of that offense. And they like guys like Michael Conforto go. And I don't think Stony Marte is really healthy. There's a lot going on there under the surface for the Mets, and I just don't think it's going to translate to a playoff berth for them.
1: Corsair, to you.
2: Start with the West. Um, You've been thinking about this. I just feel like the... He's a logical one. Yeah, the knee-jerk pick is the Astros.
1: But you're leaning Mariners, I can
2: sense. I want to say Mariners, but I am leaning Los Angeles. I just think they're ready. I think they're ready, and I think they want it. And I think year two, Otani, well, sorry, this is not year two, Otani, but post-MVP Otani is just going to be, I think he's going to be better than last year. So I'm going to say Angels. Um, White Sox in the Central. My longing heart wants to say the Blue Jays. My bleeding heart wants to say the Rays.
1: Fuck you. We are in agreement there.
2: Yeah, so I'm.
1: It's biggio season.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jays, but I'm not comfortable. I'm just not comfortable with that. But I'm gonna say the Jays. <laughs> um, we doing wild cards first. Yeah, go wild cards. Rays are getting a wild card for sure. Um, I'm gonna say Seattle. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna say Minnesota. I'm going to say the Yankees and the Red Sox don't make the postseason. Just because I fucking want it.
3: <laughs> is this... Do they pick who they want to play this year? Uh, I thought that was no, I think next that's
2: year. next year. I think that's
3: next year. Is that year. next year?
2: Yeah. This <laughs> year got, it's stuff. got God help whoever gets same.
3: the Rays in the wild card
4: game. Yeah. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Nobody is um, picking them.
2: For NL. the NL East, I'm saying Braves. Um central uh, central I'm saying brewers I don't even think it's that much of a of a contest I think the brewers are going to be so good this year um that pitch and is the nuts. yeah wes is is going to be the dodgers so like I feel like the NL is a little bit easier to call at least the the um, winners yes yes so for the wild card I don't think the mets get in either so I'm going to say san diego <laughs> san fran In St. Louis. Okay.
1: All right. Okay, I am going with the Rays to win the division. And that's all because of my New Year's resolution episode from a couple of years ago. to never discount. <laughs> Don't out-raise the race. <laughs> I just can't do it yet. Don't outraise the Rays. The White Sox, I think, I'm not, sh- not going to say they're going to run away with Central, because, Craig, you brought up a great point. The Tigers are going to be a lot better than people give them credit for. That young rotation they've built is going to be really good, maybe as soon as this year or next year. Um, one more big offseason, they'll be legit. But the White Sox, then the Astros in the West. The Wild Cards, Blue Jays are Wild Card number one. The Yankees are wild card number two, and the Mariners are wild card number three. In the National League, I got the exact same three division winners as you, Adam: the Braves, the Brewers, and the Dodgers. I differ a tad on the wild cards. The Padres are my wild card number one. The Mets are my wild card number two, and the St. Louis Cardinals are my wild card number three. And so I the Cardinals, the Mets, yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. So that's where we're going. And I was going to say pick award winners for all those two, but let's just focus on award winners for the Blue Jays. And let's start, Adam, I'll go back to you because you ended with your different picks. So give us your Blue Jays Cy Young Award winner. Give us your Blue Jays MVP. And then maybe, I don't know, I know this isn't an award, but let's say your Blue Jays most improved player bringing in a basketball award, which I think should be in baseball.
2: MIP is visual. And I'm not trying to be funny. (laughs) MIP is Biggio. Uh, Cy Young is going to be Manoa. And uh, MVP is going to be Blatty. I think it's easy. Yeah. Chris? Is it me? Yeah. (laughs) Mm.
3: (laughs) All three are the same. Manoa, Manoa, Manoa. Manoa. Oh, wow. Have you been... Have you been playing Emily the show? No. No, because I think he's going to be your best pitcher this year, and if he's your best pitcher, so. he is then your most improved.
2: And most uh, valuable, for,
4: too.
3: And, and you're probably your most valuable at the same time.
2: Yeah. Unless
3: Pearson comes back and is that lights out closer. And improved, yeah, sure. And, and, and then there's a lot riding on that, but I will take all three. Because and and I'm only saying all three because like Guerrero's probably going to be like one or two in MVP voting this year, so like we're we're just going to discount that. But like your most valuable player to your team, aside from Guerrero, is going to be Manoa if he has the year that I think, like ERA around three, if not sub three.
2: Close to 20? Close
3: to 20, Close yeah. to 20 wins. How uh, do you know like if we end up getting around a 90, 100, 100 season, Around 175 innings pitched, if not a little bit more, maybe. Which might be a stretch, but like you're going to need him to pitch all year and into the playoffs, so you're going to have like whatever innings limits you may think you want on him, you're going to have to say, fuck it.
4: <laughs> I don't think he has any. How many did he throw last year? 150? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. So he's 100... No one
2: pitched past yeah. the seventh. Yeah. Yeah. True. If you, if and it's you not going
4: to 100 change with this
3: bullpen, then 175 to 185 this year. Yeah. He's a big I boy. Totally he, can you. Yeah, he can handle
4: it. It's Craig, over to you. So, I'll get to my ulterior one, but I, so far as the uh, most improved guy, I think it's going to end up being Danny Danson because I think he's going to make himself That's a trade bet. chip. I like that. I really do. And um, to that point, I I Didn't love you where you're going, did you also say Christmas. they were
3: trading Kirk?
4: Oh, no. Adam said I did. they were trading I Kirk yeah. I was going to say, like, <laughs> yeah.
3: who the hell is I... catching? No nope. yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> Gabriel Mourinho. We already had this discussion. Yeah, Mourinho <laughs> <laughs> <yes. laughs> yeah, and Collins. So, anyway, the um, most improved guy, I think, is going to be him just because – If it isn't, he is done, and he's going to just be that B-catcher on any Major League Baseball team slash quadruple A player. And I don't think he is that guy. I had the pleasure of watching him for a long time for minor leagues when I was doing the beat writing with a... Jay's Journal and whatnot between New Hampshire and Buffalo, watching him come up. And he's there is something to that bat. He's not just a defensive character. It hasn't materialized, and I think we might have gotten a season preview at the end of last year when he finally came back healthy. He's, there was something hot. that clicked there at the end. And if he even clicks to half of what he was doing there at the end of the season, he is going to be a very improved catcher on the offensive side of the ball. To where you were going, um, Chris? I love the idea of Alec Manoa being the most improved, but I think he's already one of the best pitchers on this team. So if he's improving from one of the best guys to the best guy, it's not as <laughs> gap things as much there where Danny Jansen all of a sudden goes, Oh my God, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be earth shattering stuff for the blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually going to say Kikuchi is possibly my other one because he ended mm-hmm. up having a great start to his season. And I think he has a chance to continue what he did right there, but I won't steal Adam if I'm or Brendan's thunder, if they want to talk more (laughs) on that one. Um, as far as my Cy Young word guy, I think it will be Barrios. I think what we've been seeing this spring to Brendan's point that he pointed out a little while ago on the show is a blip on the radar. Maybe he was only throwing breaking pitches that day. Yeah. Maybe he was only doing this. He is one of those guys. You saw how far he was up against his old team a week after he was there in Toronto with a new club and yelling at it, screaming at his old guys across the field. Um, because of the Manoa hitting somebody, which, by the way, just bold prediction, Manoa will lead the, lead the league again and hit by pitch batters.
2: <laughs> it's going to happen.
4: <laughs>
2: so, Can't um, have that because then he's going to get suspended. He's not going to yeah, hit that 20-game pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but
4: I to that point on um, where I was going there, uh, Barrios... He, we paid him to be the ace of this staff, and I, I truly think that he is ready to be that guy, and he's going to run with it. Um, as far as an MVP, this is where my bold prediction is going to be, guys. I like it. Vlad Jr. is going to be an MVP-level MVP player. He is going to do what he did last year. Bo Bichette is going to have an even better. Bigger season, is my opinion. He could be a guy that looks very similar, like in home run numbers by the end of the season, still steal 30 bases, and somewhere in the mid, you know, around 300s. And then he has a chance, if he's been doing the work like we've all been reading, to continue to be a shortstop at the major league
1: level. He pushes it for a gold glove. He wins the MVP award for the Blue Jays. And. Yeah, Damn. Yeah. I like wow. that. I feel for some reason Bo hasn't been talked a lot about this spring training. I just haven't seen his name brought up a lot on Twitter. So
4: Other than he, he has a really, really damn cool bob coming out. Yeah. Yes, that I, is I'm exactly kind true. of jealous. I lost all my hair. I cut it off. The <laughs> thing that got lost
3: with him that I didn't realize until I listened to ATL the other day, he declined his uh, arbitration raise or whatever it was. What? Really? Um, yeah. So he ended up losing money. What? Yeah, well, You didn't think he did well enough to earn
4: more money or something?
3: No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I honestly forget how the conversation almost went, but it, it was almost like a line drawn in the sand of that, you mm-hmm. know, I'm actually worth it than this. Oh, and so he's like trying to he, he, get the extension. Yeah, it, it, it's something more than that, um, which I kind of figured from him. So him and Manoa were the two players that, basically declined the raises this year Bo would have been somewhere around 24,000 um which whatever you can think that yeah. that's a lot of money or it's not a lot of money to these guys and Manoa declined like 6,000 uh, so um eh. but ba- basically the the way that it was worded was they think that they're worth more than that so pay up yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, and he's going to force that issue if uh, he comes anywhere yeah. near that comment that I just had. And then guess what? Mm-hmm. Hurry up and figure out a way to pay Vlad and Bo yeah, for the yeah, uh, King's exactly. Ransom for an ungodly amount of
1: years. 100%. 100%. Craig, Will you, you... Uh, you kind of led, led into my most improved player. I am going Yusei Kikuchi. <laughs> um, <laughs> he did get hit around a little bit in one outing. Uh, but at the end of the day, he still posted some pretty impressive strikeout totals for a limited sample size in spring. I don't know, I feel like he might be one of the best fifth starters this team has had uh, at season's end in the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years. I know that 2016 rotation I don't think will ever be beat just because of the health alone, Uh, but Kikuchi will come damn close to being the best one they've had. Um, The most, or the Cy Young, I'm going to go Gosman. Um, I just think, I know that there's maybe a little bit of concern about how he declined in the second half after the Sticky Stuff ban, but you saw the Tigers look foolish against a splitter uh, on Monday when he went out there or Tuesday when he went out and pitched Um, so I'm going to go Gosman for Cy um, and he's for anybody who remembers him from his Orioles days and hasn't been paying attention he's a much much better pitcher than he was when he was with the Orioles back in the day and then MVP just to go off the board a little bit well I wouldn't even say off the board but just to not pick Vlad I'll pick Springer because I really do think that a full season of Springer will help mitigate the loss Of Marcus Simeon, especially when you added Matt Chapman uh, at the end of the day. So Springer would be my pick for MVP because he's the kind of guy you need to perform well if you are going to go deep in the playoffs at the end of the day. And let's just hope he stays healthy for a full 162. Hell, I'll take 140 Uh, compared to what he did last year. How many games did he end up playing last year and he still hit, what, 23, 24 bombs? Um, It it, it was wild what he did last year in such a limited sample size. Um,
3: 78 games or something? Yeah,
1: and he hit like 22, 23 homers. So Springer in a full one, even if it's 140, could eclipse 40 home runs uh, in the American League East for sure.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. As a leadoff
1: hitter. I know. I know. All right. <laughs>
4: I mean, that just speaks to the excitement. Bradley that Zimmer, we have. team
1: MVP. Yeah. Sorry.
4: yeah
1: <laughs> All right, guys. Well, here we are at the end of this episode, and we are getting back into Picks to Click. For everybody who's listened the past couple of years, obviously we've grown in terms of the hosts we have in this show. So now we have four picks to click for this entire season. So, Craig, I know you've been the guy who've been keeping score uh, the entire time, and because you do that, I am going to give you the first pick for this week. And we also added on at probably what midway through last season, your record predictions. And we're going to go because we're looking to record next week, well, I think Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday just predict-
4: Thursday.
1: Yeah, just predict <laughs> the whole Yankees series. That's a four-gamer. Um, so 3 against Texas at home to open the season, then they go to Yankee Stadium for uh, four games. So, Craig, you're on the spot.
4: I think they're going to somehow find a way just to piss us off because, you know, 2015, 2016, <laughs> they're going to steal one of those games. And then I think we're going to take a giant dump on the Yankees and go into their ballpark and steal every, steal every damn game watching them this spring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get off to a tear, my boys. <laughs> just saying. At least that's my feel. So um, well, that's as far six, as my- six and one. You heard it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my pick, I'm going with Lardis because I think he's been riding a hot bat.
1: Okay, let's go over to the
3: birthday boy. Um, two and one against the Rangers.
1: Who are we facing for pitching? We're gonna see Cole at least okay. once. Gonna see Cole. The only one they won't see is whoever pitches Sunday for the. Which okay. they haven't announced because they, they don't have no a fucking know. clue. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, three and one against the Yankees. So what's that sick? Uh, five, five and two, five and two, five and two start. Springer. Nice. Adam,
4: even, even with the news, he's going with that clip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll go. They'll take two against. No, fuck it. They'll sweep the Rangers. Yeah, you listening, Richard Burfer? Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> eat it rich. Um, and they'll split with New York. So that's what five, five and two. Yeah, five and two. Um, and I'll go Chapman. Oh, I like that. Ooh, he's going with a new
1: guy. be mine. That is I good. It a lot. Um, he's going to hit the Post. first home run tomorrow. That's he's what gonna, I think. So. He's going to hit their first home run tomorrow. That's what I think as well. Um. <sighs> Second inning. I already, I, I already know. In my, I do think they split the Yankees series. So there's two right there, two and two. And I'm very torn on if I do a sweep because I just don't remember last, Especially if they win tomorrow and Saturday, and they don't walk away with a sweep on Sunday, um, that's a little deflating. When you just don't start the season with a complete exclamation mark, and I don't want. You got to, Rios, Gosman,
3: Manoa. Rio. Ryu. Oh, Ryu? Ryu? It, it, oh yeah. yeah. Definitely two and one then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's against the Rangers. Like I, I'm not worried about the Rangers. That, yeah, that, you wanna I mean, know, know why I'm Semien. worried for
4: one? I'm Semien? worried about one and it's close to what him Corey Seeger is gonna have a
1: day where he's gonna go off and that's probably, probably probably probably. <laughs> uh just to not feel the deflation of winning the first two and losing a third, I don't know. Uh I'm gonna go two and one. Um Maybe they drop Saturday, which I hope not because I'll be at the game on Saturday. So hopefully they don't drop that one. But uh, 2-1 against the Rangers, 2-2 against the Yankees. So that's 4-3 for me. And I'm being conservative on purpose because I do think, not to tip my cap, but when they play Oakland the week after, that's when they really get a a hot streak. There you go. Save that for Oh, and my player. um, Gosman. Uh, I love going pitching because it just takes one really dominant outing to potentially win picks-a-click. So I'm going to go Kevin Gosman. You might get two out of this too, so you're gonna be uh. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, he <laughs> so, he, he pitched on the he pitched Thursday. He pitched Thursday, yeah. so when we record next, he'll be pitching. Yeah. So what
4: was your? I'm Sorry, I missed it.
1: Four and three. Four and
4: three. Okay. Um, can I? Seeing, we just did the picks to click for the first. You know, the, the you know kickoff show here. Um, Tyson at Jays Journal asked us a question that he wants yeah. to include in our article that was actually on our. Uh, original agenda here, and I'm sure we can just do this in like two seconds anyway. Yeah. A bold prediction each
1: for the sure. Blue Jays we- season.
2: Good. Uh, Brendan, you kicked that one off.
1: Oh, I need to think about that. I was going to defer it to somebody else.
2: Alright, uh, alright, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Bold prediction.
4: Mm-hmm. As I say, mm-hmm. if you want me to go first, I'll do mine.
2: No, no, it's not bold. That's just obvious. That's is obvious. No. Um, <laughs> um, based on what happened... Alec like Manoa's in the
3: top five for Cy Young
2: voting. It's not obvi- that's, that's obvious. Um, <laughs> based on what the rumors we heard from the Marlins, I think Teo is traded by the deadline.
1: Ooh,
4: holy Wait, what?
2: shit! What? He was going to all- be traded. That's a bold prediction. He was going to be traded this past offseason to the Marlins. Who? Pablo Lopez. You, know, you, you showed us the article. Yeah, but I think it was...
1: <laughs> you I was hoping it was satire.
2: Bro.
1: Oops. I thought they were joking. It's
2: supposed to be a bold prediction. I yeah, that's true. Is that, is bold.
1: that is damn bold. Adam, yeah. that's not you saying you hope that happens.
2: No, no, no. I don't want it to happen. No, no. I just think that like he's clearly dispensable to the, to the front office right like they they dangled him out and there was a trade is on the table is this his walk year or is
4: next year's walk year i
2: think it's next so, year
4: next yeah. year i think i think it's yeah. with him and loris both are in the same
2: mm-hmm.
1: pond <laughs> so right, that's definitely a bold prediction my friend <laughs> are, you, are you sticking with yours that uh Manoa's in the top five for shy you you can go first and then i'll 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 decide if that is my that, that is okay. legit yours yeah
3: <laughs> okay. uh you I, I might be able to come up with an extra hot take just for
1: just for that guy, my little special someone. (laughs) Mine is Matt Chapman finishes in the top 10 of AL MVP voting. Um, Mm. Defensively alone, but also believe he bounces back offensively now that his hip is apparently 100% and ready to go. Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if Matt Chapman comes in between 35 and 40 bombs. Um, Yeah, Matt Chapman in the top 10 of AL MVP voting. There you go. Chris, you want to go first or you want me to? Alec Manoa is in the top three of Cy Young voting. Right. Well, you have a very good track record of calling Cy Youngs uh, these days. So,
4: love you, me, yeah, you. Let me ask
1: he, you this: You who... called Robbie Ray like what? Spring
3: training last year. <laughs> I called it. It was March. I can find the date. It was like March 24th last year that I said he was going to win the Cy Young.
2: Who yeah. Who is in?
3: I would have made a lot three. of money if I bet that. Like who's the in the, the top around? three? The, yeah.
2: I would assume Cole is in there. <clears throat> No or Cy Young? No. Okay. I would
1: I would have before today said Shane Bieber would be there, but man, his velocity was down like crazy. But the weather was also pretty bad in Kansas City at yeah. first. So I uh, although you know I'll put in Bieber with, with that. Bieber's up there. So who I think it's it? gonna be a change in the guard in that whole argument this year.
2: It's got to be Cole. Like he's got to be Shohei.
4: In. Shohei
2: and Cy Young.
4: Yes. Nobody and... wins an MVP if he
3: does that. Just no. him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shohei is going to be in there, and
1: mm-hmm. does Robbie Ray do it again?
3: That I'm debating him. Bigger ballparks Lin... in the AL West, yeah. Or yeah, I want or him. Lance McCullers. Well, I I'm like the comeback story as a dark horse there. Mm. Okay, the safe, the safe, the safe bet is cool, but.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna, I, be, I, I'm
3: gonna, I'm gonna, be bold. I'm gonna be really bold. It's gonna go. Shohei, Manoa, McCullers.
2: Okay, so he's top two. Yep. Okay, <laughs> but I'm just giving
3: myself buffer. I'm okay. giving myself right. buffer because, <laughs> okay. like, you can't do that two years in a row.
4: Like,
2: come on. Yeah. Yeah. I got you.
4: All right, so I guess it's my turn then, Mister Boyden. I'm going to double down on my Boba Chet comment here and say he finishes with 30-30. Did Vlade
2: say runs. that he was going to
4: do that? Just bet? get
2: bold, man. Say 40-40. <laughs> I'm gonna,
4: he's definitely going to push 40-40. I, I'm thinking 30-30 is the safe bet, honestly. I think this he's supposed come to be close bold. To this is runs. a
2: bold prediction. <laughs> uh,
4: Okay, 40, fine, 40. then. Fucking 50-50, you know.
2: <laughs> if 40-40 doesn't happen, you could be like, bro, it's a bold decision, whatever. Like, I don't think yeah. Terry's going just to get traded, you
4: know, get traded I, and what? I just like, said that Manoa and McCullers are going to be i I've, I've had top very good three, luck, of my bold predictions actually uh, 40, being 40. legit for true. Fine, fuck it, 40-40. <laughs> <laughs> God, you guys though, are fresher. Just say it. Just <laughs> To that bitch. point, though, I already said he's winning MVP for the Blue Jays, and if he does that to beat Vladdy, that means he's a top three guy in the MVP yeah. race. 40 yeah. I like it. Beats Choi.
1: I like it. I like it. Well, I can sense a ton of excitement amongst the four of us for tomorrow night, as we should be. This is probably the most exciting season, uh, I want to say, since probably going into 2016 after they came off of a trip to the ALCS. Uh, there's big expectations for this team. There's big expectations for this podcast to deliver great content as the season goes along, and we will definitely be doing that as the season goes along, as per normal, with the four of us moving forward. Is there any final comments or questions from you guys, anything you want to touch on before we do our final two claps in Ric Flair before the season begins? I'll say that. I'm going to say that I'm
4: hosting the well, a Twitter Spaces thing for uh, us during the ball game on Sunday. It will be at two o'clock, so you can enjoy watching a little bit before we all start yelling at each other about what's
1: going good or bad. By then, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, so... no, we'll be yelling. That's a reuse start. That's we'll be yelling. No, no, no. We will be very calm because there'll be a lot of soft contact right to Matt Chapman, who will vacuum it all up.
4: There you go. But
1: to that point, two o'clock Eastern Time
4: during the ball game this Sunday, while the Blue Jays are playing the Rangers. Please join us. We'll talk it out, and I'm going to try making that a reoccurring thing each week. And we're going to have some people from Jay's Journal, obviously, some of our crew, if anybody's free. And we're going to have a good time.
2: Nice. I love Uh, it. All are welcome. Drink
4: beer and be happy.
2: (laughs) um, Happy happy 21st birthday, Chris. Yes. Thank (laughs) you. Enjoy your first beer. Well, you're in Canada, so enjoy three years later beer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, don't drink and drive and uh, <laughs> yeah. okay, 11 birthday, years bro. late on that. But OK, you yeah. look so distinguished happy.
1: for a 21 year old.
2: Hey, yeah. hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's, he's he's very he's very seasoned. Yes. And yeah, uh,
1: with it with a seven and almost three year. Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> well, no, seriously. Happy birthday, Chris. <laughs>
1: happy, thank birthday, Chris. Thank you happy, happy birthday, Chris. Happy birthday tomorrow. Yeah. And I appreciate uh, that. There might there might be a uh, a birthday gift uh, or a birthday drink coming from the Jaybird Watching Podcast tomorrow night, there you go. tomorrow afternoon. So uh, we'll, we'll table that for then. Uh, but let's end this as we normally do, gentlemen, with two claps and Ric Flair. Ready? Woo! Let's, go, Woo! let's Ooh, go, Blue Jays! Blue Jays. Remember to wear your
4: suit jackets. <laughs> yes. get the Barrio jacket.